Well, hello, and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I am Hannah Fernando. And I'm Ian McEwen, and today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 16th of October 2020. Uh, they include the Netflix film Rebecca and Disney Plus's emotional drama Clouds. And we'll also be talking about film The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix, wildlife series Meet the Chimps on Disney+. Plus. That'll be a favourite of mine, I know it. And the new <laughs> Netflix series Social Distance. And the returns of The Alienist, Series 2, and Star Trek Discovery right up your street, Ian, both also on Netflix. There's too much. There's <laughs> so much. First, Ian, though, what's in the news? Do tell. Well, uh, I know you're a huge Doctor Who fan, uh, so I thought you'd be <laughs> yeah. interested to know... <laughs> That uh, Matt Smith, of course, played Doctor Who. He's going to be in Netflix's um, haunted house horror, His House. So look out for that. Mm. What's caught your eye, dare I ask? Um, well, um, Dancing on Ice? Mm-hmm. Shall we talk about that? This is right up your street, oh, isn't it? No, it's probably not, actually. Um, let's be honest. So Dancing on Ice will be back on our screens. It's back in January, and... Um, it's got some uh, quite good celebrities, a really good lineup actually, arguably better than Strictly, dare I say it. Um, the likes of Rebecca Vardy, well of course everyone will know Rebecca Vardy from, with the, uh, the lawsuit going on with Colleen Rooney right now. Uh, Billy Fares, Denise Van Elton and Mylene Class to name just a few. Um, ITV back in January. Fantastic. Well, um, the first of uh, this week's shows, well this is a film actually, um, it's Clouds. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, it's a rather emotional drama um, about a young lad uh, who has been diagnosed with cancer. He's a young musician. Um, let's have a listen to a clip. We all have limited time. Tell me something you never told before. Before I walk through the door, I adore you. I adore you. I do. How are you? I'm off chemo. Is it because it worked or? Or. I do. What you're facing is scary, but you get to decide what matters most now. Never give up. Shut the front door. Are you writing a song? Hello. I was thinking it might be cool if we did something that was just ours. Fix me up, my darling. Zach, have you looked on YouTube? You have 20,000 views. So when I read the blurb about this one, uh, I really didn't think I was particularly going to enjoy it. I thought it would be very sort of saccharine. Um, but it's actually it's based on a, a true story of this lad, Zach Sobiek. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um, and his mum wrote a memoir called Fly a Little Higher about his story. And he did uh, write this song, Clouds, um, while he had terminal cancer. And it became a big viral hit on YouTube so the guy who's playing um, Zach is uh, he's very charismatic and it's not it's not done in a soppy way at all it, it, he's quite kind of he's funny he's charismatic um, they go on this the family go on this trip to Lords to try and get him cured um, it does look incredible. It's just one of those things that you need to really kind of put your big girl pants on for, I think. <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not all <laughs> sort of doom and gloom, as I say. Like, there's a lot of sort of fun family life uh, uh, sequences and him at school kind of mucking about with his mates. So, and there's a there's a great performance from his inspirational teacher as well. So, uh, yeah, recommended unexpectedly. 
Um, I'd like to talk about Rebecca. Um, it's on Netflix. It's um, a one-off period drama. So um, anyone who's a fan of Daphne du Maurier's books um, will know that this is her 1938 novel, Rebecca. And so, um, it, it, as I say, it's a one-off period drama. And it's got the, the brilliant Lily James in. So let's have, let's have a listen. Welcome to Mandalay. Never seen a house like this. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you'd been a lady's maid. This is all very new to me. Oh, I'm sure you won't disappoint him, madam, if that's your concern. We did a lot of entertaining when the late Mrs. De Winter was alive. You can talk to me about her. I have no secrets from you. All marriages have their secrets. So I probably don't need to tell many people what the story is about, given that you know it's a bit of a, a bit of a hit this uh, this book. But it, it, this really is brilliantly executed, I think. Um, and Lily James, which everyone will know as well from Mamma Mia, um, here we go again, is is just fantastic in this part. So she she plays um, the part of a kind of a a shy young woman um, and she meets a, a, a young man who is widowed and, and they fall in love. It becomes a bit of a love story. But then she goes back to, um, to England with him and they kind of begin their married life together. But his, he's, he lives in this kind of amazing, imposing coastal estate in Cornwall. And, and she finds it quite hard to settle because, of course, um, the ghost of his ex-wife or his departed dearly departed wife um it is still there and she kind of lives in the shadow so it's it's really dramatic but but it's great i'm not sure you'd love it ian if i'm really honest with you but i think as a whole it's it, it it's very very well done i i do love it i think it looks fantastic and of course it's got it's do one you? of the most famous opening lines isn't it of literature last night i dreamed i went to mandalay again uh, but yeah, what a cast! Yes. I mean, obviously, Mrs. Danvers, the house, the creepy housekeeper, is is uh, the key role, a key role, and Kristen Scott Thomas plays that beautifully. And of course, who else? Keely Hawes is in it as well. But yeah, it looks like a, a yeah. you know a beautiful production, great cast. As you say, it's an absolutely classic story. So yeah, this is this is one for it me, really absolutely. Is. Well, we have another film uh, on Netflix. Uh, slightly different vibe. It's The Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, it's basically about a real-life trial of some anti-Vietnam War protesters. So let's have a listen to a clip. We want to underscore again that we're coming to Chicago peacefully, but whether we're given permits or not, we're coming. We're going to Chicago to protest the Vietnam War. And there's no place to be right now but in it. We watched for a decade while these rebels without a job tell us how to prosecute a war. Well, they're going to spend their 30s in a federal facility. So this has been shown in cinemas recently. Uh, it's another of these ones that gets a, gets a cinema release and then promptly onto Netflix. Um, the big name, well, there's quite there's a lot of big names associated with it, but Aaron Sorkin uh, directed it. He previously directed Molly's Game, and of course he is known for things like The West Wing, The Social Network. He's a brilliant writer. Um, and the cast is pretty impressive. There's Mark Rylance, there's Michael Keaton, uh, we've got Eddie Redmayne, we've got Sasha Baron Cohen, more of him later. But the gist of it is um, these anti-Vietnam War protesters um, 
basically they kind of get involved in in, in a set to with the police uh, at, at a political convention in Chicago in 1968, and uh, basically they're they're taken to court. Um, so it's very much a courtroom drama. And, of course, Sorkin wrote uh, A Few Good Men. Do you remember that one? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> it's, also got, it's also got William Hurt and Frank Langella. So it's got an amazing cast. It's Some people think, well, some critics have said uh, it's, it's a little bit sort of contrived, a little bit theatrical, um, but it, it definitely kind of resonates with what's happening today. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I kind of, I think it's it's worth a watch. What do you think? Is this your kind of thing? I don't know. I, I mean, as always, Ian, I try to keep an open mind, and uh, where you tell me I should watch, <laughs> I, I do exactly as I'm told. Um, obviously, um, I don't think it, it sounds like it's one specifically for me, but I'm de- I definitely think I'm going to have a look at it. And uh, the critic, critics have been harsh in places, but yeah, I think I think I'll have a look. Yeah, and it's interesting to see. Baron Cohen, who we'll be talking about next week, um, in a sort of straight dramatic role, quite rare. It's really rare, and I, yeah, and for that alone, I think it's worth a view because I think it's really you mad. Well, he's just kind of quite typecast, isn't he, these days? And um, and as you say, more of that later. But to see him in kind of one of those very um, straight roles will be really interesting. Back in the real world, we've got. <laughs> Meet the chimps. <laughs> um, this is on uh, Disney Plus um, from Friday, October the sixteenth. It's um, it's six episodes, so it's kind of a, a box set. And this goes behind the scenes of Chimp Haven or Chimp Heaven, probably really, because it's uh, I think it's something like two hundred acres of um, uh, kind of forested in the forested heart of, of Louisiana. So you know, ama- amazing for these chimps to be there. And um, the cameras look and uh, basically film the chimps um, in, in their natural habitat. And you, you see how real and human they really are. So you see all the kind of food squabbles, the alliances, the bromances, um, and of course the mischief makers, which are the ones that interested um, me the most. But I quite like the way Disney Plus are dealing with this because it's not done in a we're so used to seeing David Attenborough do wildlife programs, aren't we? That when you hear a different person kind of narrate it, it feels like this is appealing um, massively to a, to a younger audience, although very, very interesting for us as well. But it's really for the younger audience, and, and that's no bad thing. Well, let's have a l- quick listen to a clip to give, uh, give the listeners a flavour. Hidden deep in the forest of Louisiana lies a paradise only few have ever seen. Meet the characters living in the world's biggest chimpanzee sanctuary. Oddballs, rebels, mischief makers. Despite their differences, the banana doesn't fall far from the tree. Meet the Chimps starts streaming Friday, October 16th, only on Disney+. Yeah, this is fun, isn't it? I mean, so it starts off at feeding time, and one of the chimps is sort of doing a basil faulty, just beating this branch on the ground repeatedly. And then you see this, the, the little, is it Carly, the little baby chimp, trying to get some food from one of the adults. I mean, they're just, they're just fascinating, funny, enchanting to watch, aren't they? I love the. I wouldn't like to be put in there with them. I think they oh, would. Very mm, dangerous animals. Scary. But yeah, yes. these um, 
they are all I, I think I'm right in saying this that they're they're all retired from research That's facilities right, aren't they yeah. so they are yeah so they're kind of giving a second given a second chance which is just really lovely yeah a bit of a <coughs> Planet of the Apes vibe there um, now on Netflix Social Distance now this is a new series hmm. I kind of bit mixed feelings about this so it's <laughs> another uh, production which is all about the experience of lockdown and how we're dealing with it um, let's have a listen to a clip what's up man i just call and say hi everything all right yeah i mean no <laughs> hello hello you okay babe yeah kiss your face for me mm. uncle tony He's muted. It's under the microphone. The microphone. Click the microphone. Where is he going? Dio, why are you going under the desk? So, yeah, this is from the makers of Orange is the New Black, the brilliant uh, women's prison drama. Um, And it's basically, it's people in their homes uh, hooked up to computer screens, chatting to each other during lockdown. Uh, There's a few familiar faces in there. There's Danielle Brooks, who... was in Orange is the New Black. There's um, Oscar Nunez, who I loved. He played Oscar in the American version of The Office. He's great. So uh, it's got a good cast, but I must admit, I mean, I kind of, I don't even watch the news these days because I'm so fed up of people doing interviews via Zoom. So I was a bit resistant to its charms. What What did you make of this? Yeah, I think I, prob- I, think I probably agree with you. We are, we're in such a different... So my dog's barking. Oh, I can hear the dog. There thing we about go. Doing it from meet home. the dogs. <laughs> yeah, meet the dogs. It's oh, like there being we go. in a. Yeah, there they are, right there. <laughs> um, I should just remove them because I'm so okay. professionally able to do that. No, don't worry. One's got a toy in oh, there. Oh, there we go. Stop Everybody, machine. stand down. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> where were we? And I do love these interludes. <laughs> uh, I was asking you, social distance. If you, if well, you I'm had just over the word. The, well, the, 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 I'm, I'm just over the word social distance, or the two words social distance. You know, frankly, I don't know. I, I quite like. I, I think this is one for me. It's well written, isn't it? Yeah, it is well written. Yeah, and I, I do know what you mean, though. You kind of, you just, I know, in terms of watching things, you kind of just fed up of all the interviews that are being done by Zoom. And we, I think as as humans, we just want to, we crave that kind of. Um, touch i suppose um but yeah i think i think it's very of the moment shall we say okay uh what else have you got for us um well we've got the alienist that's back series two um angel of darkness so on netflix um from october the 22nd it's an eight episode um as a box set so this is a murder mystery so not not really my thing but is pretty good actually i'm not gonna lie it is good uh, it's a murder mystery um as i say for second series dakota fanning um reunites she plays um sarah, sarah um and she's with laszlo chrysler who's played by daniel Bruhl. is that the way i pronounce um his surname that's right um and john moore uh, played by Luke Evans, so that who's now a reporter, and they go to find the kidnapped baby daughter of the Spanish consular. Um, but of, of course, there's twists and there's turns, and their investigation leads them down a dark path of murder and deceit. Shall we have a little listen? Another child is missing. I need a detective, Senora. It's been some time since all three of us have been together. There's always a trail. I'll take care of this scandalous lady detective. It's 
an important story for the New York Times. I promised her I would look for her missing child. What you did was a violation of my trust, of our friendship. So I must admit, this this series had completely passed me by. I wasn't aware of it. And I think it's one of those shows that suffers because of its name. I mean, for instance, I didn't watch The Mentalist for ages purely because of the name. And that's one of the most successful TV shows of all time. But did you... I mean, it's very dark, this, isn't it? Incredibly dark. What did, yeah. you, what did you make of it? It's really dark. And, well, I agree with you. It kind of, it kind of passed me by because... I was kind of looking into it and there was talk about back in May about it and um, and the first season was I think 2018 so it was quite a while ago I think and so the first season was set in in, in 1896 and it was kind of like a, a series of very gruesome murders of, of male prostitutes and um, that kind of gripped New York City yeah, so you can see how dark this is and the and the, and the second series is equally as dark so um, I think it is very well done though yeah it's great they've spent some money on it they, they, it, it looks fantastic but yeah I mean that first series about the, the, the boy prostitutes was yeah and the ritual murders of them I mean it was very it's dark grim. stuff but just for people an explanation of the title uh, they used to say that people with mental illness were alienated from him, from themselves. So Dr. Laszlo is the alienist because he treats these people. And um, yeah, well, we've been in the past. Let's fast forward to the future because Star Trek Discovery is back on Netflix. Here's a clip. This ship bears the name Discovery. She has carried us into the future. And it will be our privilege to make that future bright. Let's see how this plays out, shall we? So Michael Burnham, played by Sonequa Martin-Green. So she, in a nutshell, there's this red angel suit, which looks a bit like a kind of superhero suit, like an Iron Man type suit, but with wings. So she's going to use that to open a wormhole and the ship's going to follow her, the Discovery ship, and she's going to lead the crew to safety. Okay, so that's the setup. Now we've gone, because we've gone through the wormhole, we're 930 years in the future. We're on an apparently desolate planet um, and Burnham is going off to find her crew. So I'm sure that you're uh, very much a Trekkie. Uh, probably got all the outfits and everything. Um, <laughs> go to the conventions, don't you? You love all that. So, did you did you enjoy this, Hannah? Do you, do you know what? I really, I really struggle. I, I, I know it's, <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> but I, I mean, can this... try. I do try, but it's just yeah. I've got to give up. You've got to be in the world, haven't you? You can't. You you can't really just drop in on it. But I mean, I remember (laughs) this is going to date me a bit. I left the Cub Scouts because it was on the same night as Star Trek, the original Star Trek, of course, before you could record the telly. Mm. Um, So yeah, I was. I was one of the original Trekkies, but I have. I've kind of lost touch with all the different spin-offs. I mean, we did like Picard, didn't we, when that came? Yeah. But. yeah, it's one for fans, I would yeah. say. But it does it does look 
amazing. I yeah, you say. can't take you can't. I even I can't take away from that. It does look amazing. It's just it's just not my bag because you're the yin to my yang, Ian. You know that's just the way it goes <laughs> in these podcasts. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> well, let me quickly tell you what else to look out for this week. So Strictly is back. Yes. Tremendous excitement. Um, there's a, a new show called Roadkill on BBC One uh, on Sunday, which you've probably seen trail because it stars the wonderful Hugh Laurie as a troubled yes. politician. And my goodness, the Osbournes are back on telly uh, on Really with a show called Want to Believe, which in which they sort of investigate the paranormal. Yeah, but you know, well, they've been every they've been everywhere at the, recently, haven't they? Um, because they've been doing lots of interviews, and I think just when I think I can't be surprised by the Osbournes any further, they go and surprise me. But that's that's yeah. all I have to add at the moment on that one. <laughs> okay. And you, so you're saying you're not that excited about the Strictly lineup? Was that what you're saying? Well, it's, no. I mean, I, I think this every year. I think, gosh, you know, who are some of these people? And you know, and I work in okay, yeah. the celebrity world, so I kind of think, oh, who are yeah. who are these people? But actually, it's it's irrelevant. That it's the show, and I think what will be interesting to see is um, how the show fares given you know the restrictions Definitely. that they, that they have and i think that will be that will be the key but i mean they have got some good names they've got um caroline quentin and and they've got jackie smith the ex home secretary we've had a had a few uh, ex politicians in there before haven't we i think <laughs> ed balls and ann widdicombe but yeah. yeah i mean it it will it will hopefully work it, will, it regardless of the names that's not the problem it's just how it fares without the audience i think is key fair play now uh tell me what you've been binging on hannah I've been I had a quick dip into the crown just because I love it and of course the new series of the crown is um yes, is on its way. Four. Yeah, which is really really exciting and um, I can't wait to see Gillian Anderson my new favorite because she's I think she plays Mar- Margaret Thatcher doesn't she? And we've got um, uh, Prince Charles and Camilla of course will be featured yeah, quite largely in it, won't they? I know. The thing is this is kind of our I'm era this it. this one. So it'll be it will be really interesting to see because the previous ones I feel like have been kind of filling any gaps of my history knowledge if you like whereas this i feel like we 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 lived part of this so um you know it's amazing uh and also i've just had a look at look at friends because my eldest daughter seems to be getting into that so i needed to check that it was actually okay to for her to watch (laughs) okay (laughs) well i found a rather um interesting looking western series on netflix while i was trawling around trying to find stuff to watch it's called godless um and it stars uh, Jeff Daniels. You know when they cast someone who's always like the nice guy as, yeah. as the baddie, a bit like they did years ago with Henry Fonda, didn't they? Um, yeah. So yeah, he's the, he's the baddie in this, and he's fantastic. And it's about this uh, sort of western town that, for reasons that become apparent, is, is populated almost entirely by women. Uh, I've also been watching more Ratched, which is just getting better and better and crazier and crazier. Is it? And I'm loving Sharon Stone with her monkey that sits on her shoulder. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's, it's quite astonishing. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. And I did watch Keeley Hawes in Honour. And I mean, Keeley Hawes is always great, but I didn't think that was one of the best things she's done about the, about the Honour killing, but it's based on a true mm. story. Um, mm. Well, we're nearly out of time. But we can quickly have a look at what's coming up next week. And I am very excited because uh, I like you. You're my wife. Uh, Borat. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible You've been practising that, Ian. <laughs> really oh, I quite like it. It's better <laughs> it than mine. Appalling. 
Borat 2 uh, starring <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is it, oh, I just I because I think Borat is the best thing he's done uh, and I cannot wait for that so we'll be talking about that what else is you've had Borat up, over Ali G yeah I'm not going to do Ali G no you can remember when Richard Madeley did yes I do <laughs> Oh, is it because I is black? Yeah. Oh, oh, and the mankini still is in existence. Some oh, people mankini, still get it in yeah. their stocking every year, remember? Well, we'll be seeing them. Yeah, the stags, <laughs> stag do favourites, isn't it? What, and um, I think you've got a couple of uh, animated offerings for yeah, us. Yeah, we've right? got Over the Moon, um, which is on Netflix. And, and more importantly, let's just hold the front page of this. We've got Once Upon a Snowman on Disney+, Plus, which, oh. frankly, in the run-up to Christmas is what it's all about, isn't it? We, I mean, when, given that there's probably only going to be six of us around the dinner table and so old Bojo changes his mind. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 going to be sat on the I'm going to be social distancing myself, sat on my sofa with a cozy old teddy blanket, watching Once Upon a Snowman like a ch- small child. Is that okay? Fantastic. Well, I'm telling you now, <laughs> you're taking the lead on that one. <laughs> oh, however, that's fine. I've got it. I'm fine. <laughs> however, in the meantime, keen. keen. 